Thank you, Ramadan. Okay. So, uh, well, well, it's just it's just Svi in the room. I'll try to give Svi eye contact as well as uh, everybody who is on uh, the call over here. Okay. So, I wanted to talk about Amalek because uh, this week is Parsha Zachar, uh, and also uh, Purim is coming up, so in the spirit of Purim, that Amalek tried to uh, destroy us, but we obviously uh, prevailed. So the first thing about uh, Amalek, the origins of Amalek, where did Amalek come from? So there is a Gemara that says that there was a, a woman named Timna, and Timna wanted to convert to Judaism, uh, wanted to become part of the family uh, with Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, uh, and they all rejected her. So what did she end up doing? In order to be part of the family, she ended up marrying the son of Asaph, uh, who was Eliphaz. And uh, Eliphaz and Timnah had a child, and the child's name was Amalek. So what makes Amalek so bad? Right? Uh, we all know it's our it's our sworn enemy, and, and Asaph is, uh, is the opposite of Yaakov. Uh, what, what exactly is it? So uh, in Parshas B'Shalach, uh, we encounter Amalek right after uh, Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Uh, they're running away from, from the Egyptians, and uh, Kriyas Yamsuf happens. There's a medrash that says that the entire world knew about the moment of Kriyas Yamsuf because all the water in the entire world split at that one time. So uh, all, all the nations of the entire world uh, knew about this. So what makes Amalek so bad? It's that Amalek knew exactly the power of, of Hashem and how Hashem was with the Jewish people and rescued the Jewish people at Kriyas Yamsuf. And they disregarded the miracle to such a degree that uh, that that they they just, uh, a blatant disregard, they they attacked B'nai Yisrael even, even when they knew uh, the miracles that Hashem did. So it was more than a, a rebellion striking B'nai Yisrael when, when they were weak. It's also a matter of, it's a rebellion against Hashem saying, I, I don't care about the, about the power of, of uh, Hashem. So, sorry, just one second. So uh, th that, that was what uh, makes Amalek uh, so bad and, uh, and so evil. So uh, there's an exact parallel to this. Right after uh, Parshas B'Shalach is uh, Parshas Yisra. So uh, we see the bad that can come out of uh, rejecting somebody uh, from, from being part of B'nai Israel. right after we see somebody that took the message and turned it into something good, right? Yisro hears about all the miracles and he comes and he joins along with B'nai Israel. And now B'nai Israel had the opportunity to do a tshuva because when they didn't welcome in Timnah at that time and they were punished because of that, they had a Amalek come and attack them because they weren't allowing in uh, strangers. They had the opportunity immediately after this to redeem themselves. In the case of Yisro, Yisro was a stranger, and they welcomed him with open arms. Uh, and that was the tshuva of, of B'nai Israel. So that was just one idea that uh, I wanted to say over about uh, Amalek. Um, and now I have another one. So uh, Amalek has the same gematria as the word suffik, which means doubt, because Amalek makes the entire world doubtful about uh, the, the power of Hashem, right? because they're the ones that attacked uh, uh, B'nai Israel in the desert right after Hashem did Kriyas Yamsuf. So now uh, the, the entire world says, oh, maybe B'nai Israel is not as powerful as we think they are, or maybe Hashem is not as powerful as, uh, as we think. So beside for uh, the fact that Amalek is a people, Amalek is also an idea, this doubt in your life and, and questioning whether God stands with you or not. So uh, I just wanted to cite three examples um, ac across the Torah about times where, where doubt 
kind of uh, did us in. So uh, first is the story of Purim. So if you look at the historical context of Purim, it's between the first and the second Beis Hamikdash. And there was a 70-year period where there was a nevuah that after those 70 years, Bnei Israel would be brought back into um, Eretz Israel, and they would be able to rebuild the Beis Hamikdash. But what ends up happening, they miscounted the 70 years, and they started to become in doubt. They said, is Hashem really going to bring us back to Eretz Israel? I don't, almost don't believe it anymore because they didn't get the, re- the year correct. So therefore, they joined Ahasuerus' party, thinking that it was all hopeless. And um, because they became too integrated, they were, ended up being uh, punished. And the whole Purim story happened. We were ultimately rescued. But they were put into that bad situation. Another time where we actually also uh, miscounted is right after Har- uh, during Harsinai. Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to go up for uh, 40 days and 40 nights. He said, I'll be back and I'm going to bring the Luchos. And what ends up happening, they miscounted again uh, that, that amount of time. And they said Moshe is never going to come back. They were doubtful whether they were going to have a leader or whether Hashem was actually with them. He brought them into the desert and they got very anxious. And they end up worshiping uh, the Egel, the Egel Azahav. So a second time where uh, uh, doubt kind of did B'nai Israel in. Uh, the final example is actually through a Malik um, inside Shmuel Aleph. There's a story about Shaul HaMelech. Shaul HaMelech is told to destroy a Malik. There's a king, Agag. You have to go kill the king, the men, the women, and the children, and also shecht all of their animals. But to Shaul HaMelech, it almost seemed wasteful to kill all the animals. And he also ended up having pity on, on Agag, uh, the king. So he ended up leaving Agag alive. And he ended up keeping all the animals saying, I'm going to give them as carbonos. And he ended up coming back. And Hashem said, you didn't follow my exact directive. And that's also a direct, if, if you hear from the word of Hashem to do this, and this is a just thing, this is justified, then uh, that if, if, you, if you don't follow it to the letter of the law, then that's an undermining of Hashem's word. And you're in doubt that Hashem is the ultimate power in the world. So how could you possibly do that? So they say that Agag ended up having a child and he continued on the lineage of, of Amalek. Uh, and that's why we are still struck with Amalek to, the, to this day. Um, so just um, both, both the Divrei Torah, just to give you some uh, background on, on Amalek, uh, and also just show that we should never uh, be in doubt when we have a, a directive of Hashem we should always believe that uh, Hashem is going to guide us in the right direction and everything that Hashem says is uh, is just, uh, which is the opposite of uh, the, the Midah of Amalek, which wants us to uh, doubt and, and to uh, not believe in Hashem. Thank you. Shkoyach. 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 Shkoyach.